We're focusing our attention on Palestine, Gaza in particular, occupying forces. Uh, Israeli occupying forces have raided the largest hospital in the Gaza Strip and apparently, uh, you know, the, that is still functioning. And this is amid warnings from the UN aid chief that a threatened ground offensive in Rafah, which according to some reports is actually eminent, uh, is in fact a disaster and is going to see, uh, you know, the, the, the worst of the outcomes of the uh, last 120 plus days the area's last remaining place of relative safety which is rafa houses over 1 million people uh, rafa can accommodate on on a norm under normal circumstances by some estimates 100 to 150 some up to say up to 200,000 people but because of uh, you know innocent people suffering people being pushed further south it's now accommodating according to many uh, in the aid agencies up to 1.4 million people. Joining us uh, this evening for us is Professor Dr. Muhammad Al-Masri, Emeritus Professor of Computer Engineering at the University of Waterloo. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, uh, Dr. Muhammad. Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Dr. Muhammad, we've seen from the beginning of this campaign, Israel, Israel particularly the occupying forces, particularly attempting to target and targeting and destroying healthcare facilities. And this seems to be continuing even in their campaign against Rafah. What is to be achieved by the cynical government or the cynical regime of targeting healthcare facilities under the pretext that you know what Hamas is hiding here? Uh, before we start, let me uh, thank uh, the government of uh, South Africa and the people uh, of South Africa from cold Canada. Here it's very cold. <laughs> and uh, I like to thank them a lot for uh, standing by the Palestinians. I just want to make a general comment so we know the context of what we're talking about that what we witnessing right now in Palestine, in Gaza and the West Bank, is uh, it is a, a struggle. Uh, it's a battle in a long war of liberation, which uh, lasted uh, 700, uh, 70, 75 years or more even. And it could actually last another 70 uh, or 75 years again. But it's important right now for people to know that this struggle and this movement of liberation did not start in October 2023. But the problem started by a book which is published in in, uh, uh, 1896. I repeat, February 1896. And uh, I invite all your uh, uh, listeners to get access to it either online or in a paper copy. This is actually a call for creating a Jewish state in the land of Palestine. So it was apartheid from day one to separate immigrants from Europe, Jewish immigrants from Europe, from the native Palestinians. And, and the displacement started there the killing starting there, robbing the people starting there. And we are witnessing for the last 128 years the same what we see now in the last 
133 days. So this is nothing new. This is our settlements, racist settlements, apartheid settlements, armed people, the 10 million people of Jewish uh, religion in Palestine, either proper Palestine or West Bank, uh, are, are armed. And what we see is a concentration of the killing campaign against women and children. And as you refer to the last episode, is the invasion of Rafah, which will be another disaster to be added to the crimes against humanity, which is committed by the Jewish state. Hmm. Professor Mohammed, we've seen a number of, uh, of, of Palestinians who actually are foreign passport holders reporting right from Gaza from the beginning of this episode. I'm talking post-October 7th. Uh, many of them uh, serve in different capacities. I mean, you have, you have quite a number of, of Canadian Palestinians who, who reside in Gaza, who uh, were there either on holiday or lived there on an extended period, who work you know, for NGOs and NPOs that are based out in Canada. Have they been able to, to, to move, let's say the Canadian or the American or the UK government into at least softening their stance up to now that, listen here, you cannot, the, the Israeli regime cannot carry on forever. You are on a short leash. We might have, you know, shown some sympathies post-October 7th because of whatever propaganda you had put out there, but even supporting the Israeli regime right now by any government, Western or otherwise, is an embarrassment to them. I, I just want to share something personal with you. Uh, I'm 80 years old. I did witness the invasion of Egypt by Israel and the UK and France. UK and France in 1956 with Israel invaded Egypt. And the, the are, they were then at that time the superpower of the world, which is now replaced by the US and the UK and 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 whole of Europe, it's it is an extension really. There is no difference between Israel, U.S. and U.K. and Europe. It is the same enemy that it, we facing as a human being. These are imperial power. They are very rich. They are v- uh, military very strong, and even they challenge others like Russia and China. So. What you mentioned about the uh, uh, passport holder is nothing in their equations. These people, uh, the politicians in Canada, and I've been in Canada for more than 55 years, they consider these people are not really uh, Canadians as such. And it is their fault to be in Gaza that time and so on and so on. So uh, we make a mistake that there is a difference between, say, the U.S. administration and the Israeli administration. There is none. Zero. 
Dr. Mohammed, what do you see? Of course, many people are talking about the rebuilding of of Gaza, which is going to be a responsibility of all countries, especially the Ummah at large. Uh, This obviously cannot last forever. And we are hopeful, inshallah, that it will come to an end, you know, very shortly. Uh, The idea for the occupying forces, they claim whatever they claim. But in, in, in the days to come, one hopes, as other campaigns before, came to an end. But now is the responsibility of not just building the lives of the Palestinians affected, but to create a long-term solution. And, and, and looking forward, all of us need to think in that direction. Uh, I just want to share with you and with your audience uh, around the world that uh, we, uh, a group of Canadians, are calling for uh, a, a fasting day for Palestine. Fast for Palestine, which is Tuesday, March 12. Please take notice of this. So you don't have to be a Muslim. This is will be in Ramadan. And we ask the people around the world, those who are peace-loving people, who are not racist, to stand by Palestine. Because the Palestinians today are the longest occupied people on planet Earth. I repeat, these are occupied people and the occupier is Israel and they are giving unconditional support by the West for any rebuilding of Gaza. It is mainly the responsibility of the occupier. These people who are destroying the infrastructures and the buildings and the schools and the mosques and the churches, it is the moral and international responsibility of the occupier, Israel, and their supporter. So, of course, this doesn't mean that we should not uh, push for that first. Because knowing Israel, U.S., and U.K., and Europe, they are racist uh, in, in their mentality. So they will refuse to rebuild Gaza because they consider, as, as you heard it over and over and over again, that the Palestinians are human animals. Imagine, imagine in the, this century, somebody with responsibility and this person is not resigning from the uh, from his post as an official minister of Israel. He, he declared what they believe deep inside. I visited Israel, which is the total of Palestine in the north, in the West Bank, Unfortunately, I didn't go to Gaza in 1995. I know the mentality of Jewish occupier of Palestine, either in the West Bank or in the proper Israel. And I want to just mention something for the South African Muslims. Please, when you go for Hajj, please visit the Al-Aqsa Mosque. The, The Muslims of Palestine's need your support, moral support, to show solidarity with them. Dr. Mohammed Al-Masri, shukran jazakumullah khairan for, jo- for joining us this uh, uh, this afternoon. For us, of course, it's still pretty much daytime for you in, in Canada. And for those words of advice, for those words of encouragement, and for your input as well. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Dr. Mohammed Al Masri, long-time contributor and professor uh, out there in uh, you know in Canada, and uh, you know one of the one of the longest longest-serving uh, activists for Palestine that I know. You know, for well even before, I'm sure many most of us were even born for that matter. And uh, there he is with his words of um, words of wisdom and an update on the events taking place over there. An important uh, you know important discussion. What happens the day after? The responsibility. Of of rebuilding Gaza, the responsibility of continuing to show solidarity with the Palestinian cause.